Are you an HR department of one trying to figure out how to balance task and strategy while keeping up with changes in regulatory compliance? Do you need a fresh outlook on old topics? Then stop what you're doing, grab your coffee, and get ready to recharge. If you have people, you have problems to solve and things to do. Your host is Brenda Neckvottle, a 20-year human resource professional, ready to explore the HR industry with veterans of business and life with fresh eyes and new ideas. Learn about the rapidly evolving changes in employment law around the country, as well as new tactics to deploy and build engagement in your workforce. If you're looking to implement new practices to make your job easier in HR, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Best Practices in Human Resource Podcast, folks. It is another week of nothing but excitement going on in the world. And uh, you know what? We're here to break that up today. So uh, I'm really I'm really happy that you guys are here. If this is your uh, you know first time listening in, welcome. Uh, this is going to be, a, this is an exceptionally, I, I always say this, but this really is a fun episode. Um, I have a friend of mine who I brought on. We're not even going to touch hardly anything HR today. And for a reason is that we all need to take a pause. We need to, we need to rejuvenate a little bit. And so I figured instead of getting into a lot of HR stuff and doing some more hardcore thinking and and everything going on, I figured, you know what, I'm gonna, we're going to bring somebody on who's got an incredible message on what you can do to really help to rediscover your life and throw some more elements that will make things happy for you again and, and figuring out, you know, how you can bring some fulfillment into your world. So that's what we're doing. So if you guys are returning, thank you so very much. You guys rock. I mean, both of you, first time listeners and the guys, you folks that are coming back time and time again, Really, thank you. Um, I'm getting to know you guys, which is really great. Every week I have somebody that's reaching out to me or a couple people that are reaching out now and they're saying all sorts of really wonderful, very touching things. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited that you guys are here. And thank you for letting me know who you are. I think this is great. I, I'm, I'm meeting some pretty fantastic individuals and, and, it's, and it's awesome. I absolutely love it. So all right, so I'm Brenda, and I'm here to help share with you the what and the how in human resources because I am in the human business, and that means that there's a greater number of dynamics in the workplace to balance and manage. But today, most importantly, we are going to be talking about, we've got employment law changes across the nation, and I'm going to share with you later in the show where you can get access to these. Um, main topic, what we're talking about today, we're going to talk about how to rediscover your life a little bit. One of the things that you can do to rediscover you know, levels of happiness in your world. And especially when you're feeling stuck and, and you, and you just, you feel admired in what's going on. And I'm, I'll be honest with you. I have felt it. And we're doing this with a very good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Steve Sanagati and, and he's a trip. He's the most unfiltered human being in my life. And I love it. He's great. Um, I'm going to talk to you about some upcoming events and also how you can go about getting best practices delivered directly to your inbox. So folks, before we go on, the information that is available through this podcast is in fact for informational purposes only and not for the purpose of providing any form of legal advice. You should contact your attorney to obtain legal advice with respect to any particular issue. And if you do not have an employment attorney, go ahead and reach out to me and I will likely be able to go ahead and refer one to you through our affiliates program and our friends over in Jackson Lewis. 
All right, so we've got quite a bit going on across the nation. Uh, so this is going to take a little bit. Uh, the OFCCP has issued ombuds service protocols that detail the role of the ombudsman. So if you're a federal contractor, that's certainly something that you're going to be taking a look at. Also, the National Labor Relations Board has continued to relax some of the constraints on workplace investigations and confidentiality, especially pertaining to under a uh, collective bargaining agreement. And they have also emphasized that the employee free choice and additional amendments to the quickie election rules are in place as well. So if you are dealing with, uh, you know, laborers, labor unions or <clears throat> looking at potentially having a collective bargaining agreement put into place, then uh, you guys are definitely going to want to tune into that. The Equal Opportunity Commission has updated guidance to address returning to work post-COVID-19 protocols. I'm going to go ahead and put that information up on the coronavirus a dedicated web page, a dedicated page on the bestpractices.org website, as well as uh, a list of um, statewide orders as of April 22nd uh, in regards to face max duties and stuff like that. And there's a couple of them that we're going to announce here right now. Uh, the Senate has also passed the Paycheck Protection uh, <laughs> Paycheck Protection Program and Healthcare Enactment Act. Uh, looks like we've got a new piece of legislation coming down the pike here soon. We're just waiting for the final outcome of it. And OSHA has revamped its investigation protocols uh, as we are dealing with the whole COVID-19 uh, pandemic. They have also issued industry-specific guidance as well. San Francisco over in California and San Jose both have passed emergency paid sick leave measures. Uh, there's also been a recent court case which highlights limitations on an unlimited vacation policy in California as well. Now, California's governor has also signed executive orders requiring paid sick leave and hand washing protections for food sector workers. So if you're in that industry, you guys are going to want to look that up. Over in Colorado, <clears throat> Colorado employers need to know about the new face covering requirements that are out, and Connecticut has extended time to comply with the mandatory sexual harassment prevention training. Thank goodness something else other than the coronavirus, right? Uh, Connecticut also requires face masks or face coverings in public as a, at, at essential employers. And uh, moving over to Illinois, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what this means, but if you're in Illinois, go check it out, okay? Uh, it, it Apparently, something has been settled in the courts that indicate that paid sick leave must be taken immediately after birth. So there you go. You guys are going to want to look into that if you're over in Illinois. Also, Illinois' Workers' Compensation Commission has approved the emergency rule to cover essential workers diagnosed with the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, virus as well. Over in Maryland, Maryland has mandated face coverings at retail stores and on public transportation under the COVID-19 emergency that's currently taking place. Moving further east over to New Jersey, they have expanded the State Family Leave Act and Family Leave Insurance Act to provide coverage for COVID-19 leave. And as well, they have revised the New Jersey WARN Act, creating uh, some exceptions around mass layoffs and delaying severances and uh, notice obligations. So you guys, if you're in New Jersey, <clears throat> over in the Garden State, take a look into that as well. New York has issued guidance on face masks for essential business employees. South Carolina's unemployment notice requirements have been updated as well. And Virginia has had a lot of new laws laid on us and <clears throat> we have we've seen an increase in minimum wage and 
it's going to be gradually increasing by 2023, going up to $12 an hour. And lastly, over in Puerto Rico, employers must also provide information on unemployment benefits programs to some of its laid off workers. In planning today's show, I wanted to take into account at what everybody's going through right now. And so I decided to make this episode a complete departure from just about everything HR in, in this second segment of the show. And it, you know what? We're all feeling the pressure. And uh, about 12 years ago, I had embarked on a personal project. And along the way, actually in the very beginning of it, I wound up meeting a gentleman by the name of Steve Sanagati, who's become a friend. <clears throat> we don't talk very often, but when we do, it's like it's we have the best time together. And he's got such a phenomenal message about what you can do to go out and get your world back, right? <clears throat> taking back your world. That's the whole theme of, of this episode. And he's, he, out of anybody I know, he really has some of the best nuggets of information, the best things that you can do. And he's fantastic. So he is also one of my most unfiltered friends that I have. <laughs> he's the most candid individual that I know. I don't think I've edited a show so much as I have this one. <laughs> and I love him for it. But, you know, but that's the cool part is that we can just really at our core be, you know, who we are with each other. And, and it's just equally appreciated. So um, let me give you a little bit of background of Steve. Steve is a, uh, he's got a career, a full career as a uh, international male model. Uh, he has uh, graced the pages of many uh, periodicals and, and ads and, you know, catalogs. And he's super, super guy, very athletic. And uh, he's also been the uh, inspiration for the character that Jared Butler played in The uh, Ugly Truth, in the movie The Ugly Truth, uh, opposite of Katherine Heigl. He also uh, has been on television and is a New York Times bestselling author with a book called The Manual and How to Date uh, a Bad Boy. And he's, he's a trip. So uh, one of my favorite things, if you want to check Steve's action out, go on to uh, YouTube and Google The Golden Sisters Dating. And you'll actually see a segment that he did with the, with the Golden Sisters who were a hit many years ago. Uh, on dating and it's it's by far my favorite and, it, and it's just a trip so anyway so here's my conversation with steve all right gang listen i have got somebody uh, uh is a blast from my past and literally a blast at the same time and this you know as i mentioned earlier in the opening of this episode we're gonna gonna get a little bit of away from hr and i can't think of a better person to do this with but He's awesome. We've known each other a long time. Folks, I'd like to welcome in America's best bad boy, Steve Samagotti. Hi, dear. Hi, Brenda. And it's funny you should mention we're going to get away from HR because I should be as far away from HR as possible. <laughs> but somehow, if I had ever worked in a corporate environment, I would be spending all of my time there because of my inappropriate nature. <laughs> but to, hey, at the same time, that's what my claim to fame was on television. Telling that's you right. quote unquote ugly truth. That's right. But that's right. Today, having talked to you earlier about this, we're going to talk about what what really boils down to perspective. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm an analogy person or an allegory person, so I have to put everything in terms of analogies. 
when I was building my treehouse that I live in, there was oftentimes where I would drop a nail or a screw or a washer or some tiny tool, and I'd immediately stop, and I'd look down, and I couldn't find it. And I'm like, how is that possible? I just dropped it right there. Mm-hmm. Where did it go? So I started doing this thing where obviously I wouldn't stomp around, but I would move my position. And it might seem silly, a foot left, a foot right, maybe a 180-degree version or, or turn of the same spot looking for that screw or that tool. And sure enough, I would find it. And why did I find what I was looking for? Because I changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. I changed my point of view. And in this particular time, which I will not get into my personal feeling about all of this stuff right now, but you can tell by the tone of my voice that I think it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, my God, I just said my opinion. <laughs> we should have taken Sweden's approach, the herd, the herd technique. But anyways, it's, it's perspective. So everybody initially, I think, was shutting themselves, de- shutting themselves in as a part of cooperation. And then they became extremely bored and they ex- extremely anxious and et cetera because they were paying too much attention to the news. But the take-home news is very simple. You're sitting there and now you're in an environment where you have to face yourself. You yeah. have to face your situation, right? Yeah. And you have to face everything that's going on. And look, human resources, with all these layoffs, with all this joblessness, with all this insane thing where all of a sudden we're calling some people essential and some people inessential, well, every job for the most part, except the politicians, is an important (laughs) essential job, okay? So your job as an HR person is essential, but more essential than that is you, the person, Yes. You can't do anything without being whole yourself. Correct. It's like, right, Brenda, you and I have used this example before about getting on the life raft. If you're still swimming around drowning, how the hell are you going to save anybody? Exactly. Exactly. No. And this is why I wanted you on because we're still, you know, we've just had these conversations. I mean, we met each other nine years ago. We've known each other nine years, and we both apparently lived to survive to tell the story. But, um it, it, but this is a lot of stuff that we used to talk about all the time, and you know, one would back the other, and usually, and it was a lot of fun, and it was great, and so that's why I wanted to, and that's why I really appreciate you being on, is because we get to talk about this, and people get to hear, you know, a, you have a great way of putting these things, you have a great way, you have a great perspective, because you've also walked the walk. Right, and, I have yeah. walked the walk, and we'll get into that in a minute. But here's the thing, too, I want to make sure everybody listening understands. When I did all my television segments on giving relationship and life, quote-unquote, life coach mm-hmm. advice, air quotes that you can't see, I listened to a lot of other people shelling out this stuff. The reality is, folks, you listen to this stuff, and it rings true in your heart. Even as you listen to this podcast today, a lot of what we say is going to ring true, and you're like, that's it, that's it. Well, okay, that's fantastic. It rung true. But ringing true and putting it into action and understanding how to do it is completely different. For example, I'm learning a new sport called foil surfing. Now, I can look at all the videos I want, look at all the advice I want, all the instruction online, but at the end of the day, 
I have to get out there and apply this stuff. So don't be down on yourself if you don't initially get it right. Don't be down on yourself if you don't initially get it right. But you need to take the steps to change your perspective and realize that working in human resources or any job in life, there's always going to be another problem. There's always going to be another hurdle. There's always going to be another issue. But there's only going to be one you. And Mm -hmm. if you are what I call the constant, if you are what I call the, you know, the, the through line, the foundation of your existence, then you will be able to flow and be liquid and be, and, and, be, and be able to bounce back to center after each little storm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, go ahead. No, that's all right. I love what you're saying. Um, it's, it really is about, when you, when you boil down to it, like if you, could, if you could call it anything, it really is about the, looking at the power of your actions when you're feeling stuck. Because that's, that's a lot of what this is. When you're feeling like you can't move forward, and, you, and I love your message on this and, and past things that we've talked about. When you're feeling stuck, you have to get up and do things. Like when you're talking about, you know, learning, you know, the new sport that you're doing, the thing that you are the best at, probably better than most men that I know, is that you go out and do something and you have no fear of making yourself or feeling like you're a fool when you fail. Well, yeah. Well, I well I have fear of trying things, but no, you, do. you have to That's anything different. you anything I've ever been good at in my life, anything. I've had to be bad at first, except mm-hmm. for sex. I was always good at that, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> no. the HR people are going, "Oh my God!" I, about, please, I know please, half please, of my please. listeners are just fell off their chair right now. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> right. They're like. Now we know why this guy has never held a corporate job in his entire life. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Listen, do what you do best. Do what you do best. Uh, all right. So, so, so the point being is that, like, you know, here you are. This is a really important time for you um, because now you have a chance to regroup and to have a different perspective like we spoke about earlier, to change the way in which you look at yourself, you look at problems, you look at human nature. If you are in a place where you are now sitting at home or you're working with a company with extremely strict rules Mm -hmm. for their employees, you need to take a good look at yourself and say, okay, how can I function in this environment and still be happy? Because what good is yeah. a paycheck, you know, what good is a paycheck if you're living a miserable existence? I always say to people, you know, you're going to, you spend so much time at work that work is your life. And when you look back at your life, were you happy or were you sad? Well, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a huge lie. It's the biggest lie they feed us from kindergarten on up that, oh, you should be happy in life. Everybody should be happy. Folks, no, they shouldn't. And no, you won't be. And if you're anything over 15 years old listening to this, you know that you're not going to always be happy. And not always being happy is completely normal, but you shouldn't always be unhappy. If I was to split it, I'd say 70-30. 70 happy, 30 miserable. 
and miserable means you're married. No, <laughs> and it's all, it's funny that the the seventy percent of the people who are single and thirty percent who are married. So it's miserable, thirty percent, seventy percent happy. So no, so that's this is why you well. will never get married, Stephen. No, I'm I'm in love and I live with I somebody, but I. I just don't see the point of drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and that's fine. You don't have to. That's not a problem. But but your message is great. And and I love where you're going. You know, it's um, it's it's an it, it's just a it's an amazing time. And you know, the thing is that with what we do, we really have to focus in on. A, we have to. We're in the process of figuring out all these new laws. Some of them we figured out. Other ones. We have all these yeah, but questions that comes with it, and and it's not easy. And we don't have the luxury of litigation to go back and look and figure out. Okay, so we've had this for a while, and we now know that the courts say you can't do this, and now we've got a best practice where you know we can keep we can stay within the boundaries, right? And so it's taxing us, but it's it's challenging us at the same time. But here's the thing: is in, in my opinion, and, and tell me what you think about this is that, you know, having that challenge, the challenge is awesome, right? We, we're now exercising what we have been, you know, been practicing for our whole careers. And this is this wow moment. And our, we're tasked with finding that very delicate balance and doing what's in the best interest of the employees and doing what's in the best interest of the employer. And that feeling, those stresses that we get, they're good stresses. I mean, it is stress, but you know what? that good stress can also burn you out as well because it's still a high range of emotion. And I think if, if, if you start to ignore, I mean, you've been, you've been in an awesome business. You've been modeling, you've been in, you know, on television. Um, you've had a full life of doing this. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about because you have your highs, right? But even when you're high, it can still deplete you of really good energy. And when that happens, and you turn around, the question is, have you ever run into that situation where you look around and you just don't know what direction to go, even though it's been good for a while? Of course. I mean, anybody, yeah. especially, here's, here's the thing. We're human beings, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have this false sense that, you know, we're supposed to keep our, our, our stuff together and make, <clears throat> have our life, as like to, at least on the outside, you know, look like we we know what we're doing, like we're not insane. The fact, or, fact of the matter is most of us are crazy, and there's good crazy and there's bad crazy. Bad crazy, <laughs> bad, bad crazy we see it at Walmart every day. <laughs> good crazy is on this call right now. <laughs> good crazy is on this call, allegedly, but the call's not over yet, so there's still, uh, there's still time for bad crazy to rear its ugly head. Listen, um, but... But he, but here's the thing, you know, you and I will start laughing, but the, the, I know. the, the, the point, the salient take-home news is this, is that we get so involved, whether it's a human resource job or whether it's mm-hmm. any kind of career, especially something that we're quote-unquote passionate about or, like you said, extremely stressful about, it's all-consuming, and it's like, you're you're running down this rabbit hole, but where are you really going? And you don't take the time to stop and go, whoa, wait a minute. What am I doing? What am I really doing? Is this something that I like to do? Is there another way of managing myself and managing my expectations and managing these people 
that are going to make my life that much easier. It's like, you know, I always go back because it always sticks in my, it has stuck in my head since I was a child, but that song by Led, by um, Pink Floyd, it's, it's, uh, I think it's Run Rabbit Run off of Dark Side of the Moon, and it says, you know, and then one day you find 10 years have got behind you. No one told you when to run. You missed the starting gun. Mm. And that is as true then as yeah, it was it a thousand years ago. But it's even more true now. Yeah. Because, and it's in, in folks, it's not like a one thing or a two thing where you just say, oh, if I this, I'm all set. Or I fix that and I got this covered. It is in every aspect of your life, from your yeah. weight and what you eat, to your exercise, to social media, to your financial world, to your job, to your friends, to your love life, to your pets, to where you live, to the images that you see when you open your eyes every morning and you look outside the window or you what's, what's above your bed, what's on your bedroom wall. It's all encompassing. It's all encompassing. And you can, the, the easiest way to take that in is to chip off one thing at a time. And I'll okay. give you an example. I personally have been very, very fit and healthy since I was 12 years old. And we were lifting those plastic weights filled with concrete. They used to sell at <laughs> Kmart. They were death, they were death traps. Because the, the, the clasp, the, the, they had this thing that you tighten up to keep the weights on the bar, and it was and it was inevitable that your friend would go, oh, let me do a clear and jerk over my head with this thing. And, you know, little 10-year-old Arthur would have this thing above his head, and all the weights would fall off one side, and, he, and, he, and the thing would go flying up, and the concrete would crack inside the plastic, and someone would get hit with a weight. God, I'm so laughing because I remember those things. Oh my God! And that's and here's the thing. That's why health is. That's why they say fitness is dangerous. Fitness is not necessarily always healthy. I should say, fitness exactly. is always nothing. Anyways, my point being, I've always been healthy. To get to my point, I like comedy because it keeps people's hearts light, and that's why I make jokes yes. because I hate these podcasts and these people. You know, no one sees the lighter side of life. It's like Monty right. Python. You got to see the lighter side of life. You right. guys have comedy because if your heart is light, you'll take information in much better, which Absolutely. is why I which is why I joke around. Okay. So, I've always been healthy. But now that I'm quote unquote retired, I got my money back from my lawsuit against that creep Don Bennett who's now in jail. I was drinking every single night. Not getting drunk. Not getting drunk, but but you know, a little buzz, whiskey, beer, and I was drinking every single night. And I'm talking every single night for years. And because I'm in a relationship and I'm not modeling anymore and I'm not doing TV much anymore at all, I was eating too much. Now, eating too much is not sitting down with a pint of haagen for me or becoming grotesquely obese at the 800-pound level. I'm talking I was overweight by 17 pounds. Now, that might not seem a lot to you people, depending where you live. But everybody knows what their body feels like at a certain weight. Mm -hmm. And when you go on either side of that ideal, you really feel sick. My point being, yeah. I had to have a, a, a cold slap in the face to get my stuff together. And it was one morning I woke up 
and I was in Florida, and I just had taken a melatonin and a valerian root, which is a sleep uh, over-the-counter, you know, organic, natural sleep uh, remedy, and I woke up dizzy, and I was like, you know, whoa, this is crazy. I'm so dizzy. So I immediately stopped drinking, and I went on a diet, and now I've lost over 17 pounds since then, and I feel my energy's back. My Steve is back. You feel more in touch with yourself. What's the point? The point is very simple, is that your ego is going to tell you, I got this under control. I got my job under control. I got my stress under control. I have my health under control. I mean, that's not exactly how I want it, but I got it under control. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. Because if it was where you wanted it, you wouldn't have these inner conversations with yourself and this inner dialogue. You yeah. just wouldn't. It wouldn't even be a consideration. It's just like, I don't wake up now and think, oh, uh, geez, I, I got it under control. I yeah. just am in control. Yeah. Does that make, does that make sense? Total sense. But that's, so what is, I mean, you're, you're disciplined. And so right. I want to, I want to take a step back to what you were talking about. Right. So you had referenced and, and folks, you guys really need to watch this. Um, Steve was featured on an episode of American Greed uh, back in the air. His episode aired on February 7th. And this was surrounding, um, uh, and I'll let you tell the story a little bit, however you want to put it. But but he went, I remember when you went through this too. And I remember when I read about the conviction back in 2018. So Steve was taken for a ride by a financial advisor and lost everything. And I remember the day that he told me that he lost everything. And it was just unbelievable. I remember watching you go through this. But during that period of a downtime, there were things that you were doing to to keep yourself, like, on a level plane, which was awesome. But yeah, even, armed, armed robbery? Is that part? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't doing any armed robbery. But, yeah, it's a level playing field. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, during – so you guys need to see the episode because it's, it's an amazing story. Steve's candid, you know, about what happened. I mean, it was just – it's fantastic. And yeah, it's called, it's called everybody listening. It's, it's the TV show is on MS, no, CN, MSNBC or CNBC. I think it's on CNBC, CNBC. It's called American Greed. And the episode is luxury scam. And the woman is the scam artist is Dawn Bennett. She had not only a Ponzi scheme, but a, uh, she, she, she's in jail now for 20 years, although she's appealing. She, we're talking the most crazy stuff from she was paying shamans $35,000 yeah. a month to say prayers for her. She owned a skybox that she ripped off the Dallas Cowboys from. She had a, skybox, a Dallas Cowboys skybox for over a yeah. million dollars. She ripped me off for over a million and a half. Um, and so she was a real piece of work. Yeah. And my point being is that, again, I went from – going, being on Oprah and co-hosting The View with Barbara Walters to living in a van down by the river. And literally. I'm not kidding. I literally, no, literally lived in my van, which I built, and I lived for a part of the time in Tennessee down by a river, and I lived in Cocoa Beach behind a surf shack. They were lovely people that let me stay there at night, and obviously I wasn't doing anything stupid. I mean, I was just parked there, and then I'd leave in the morning. But when you go from a career, a solid career, into uh, nothing, 
and you lost everything financially, you really need to find that strong part of yourself to say, hey, you know what? You can't, you, you can't put me down. I'm going to yeah. still fight. You know? Part of that process is rediscovering the things that make you happy or the things that bring fulfillment to your world. And right. so my question for you, when you were going through that literal hell of, of dealing with that, you know, the loss of a lot of money, I mean, a lot of money, <clears throat> you know, having to readjust and shift your life, what was the one thing that you rediscovered that started putting fulfillment into your world that kind of served as that stepping stone coming out of it? Right. Well, two things I want to say here, um, Brenda, is one is you don't want to go out into the world and try to discover um, – you don't want to go out into the world and try to discover epiphanies or try mm-hmm. to discover some kind of, you know, controlled balance through yoga or some kind yeah. of like, and, and you don't want to go out and look for enlightenment, look for harmony with the universe. That's not going to happen. No. The way you get it's harmony, empty. it's empty. Well, you're just going to be frustrated. Yeah. The way you find harmony with the universe and you you come to epiphanies is is through action. And by action, I mean positive action. So, for example, with me, I didn't, when I lost everything and I built my tiny home on wheels in my Ford Transit van, I didn't go, you know, this is going to be one hell of an adventure and I can't wait. I'm so <laughs> glad I lost everything. This is, this is just super duper. I was like, mother... <laughs> I, I beat myself out. I was like, oh, my God. I go, this is heart-wrenching. This is horrible. But here's yeah. what happens. God, if you believe in God, or the universe, if you want to call it that, or this thing that we're tied into, is unbelievable. Yeah. So I get on the road, and I start traveling around America, all over the east eastern seaboard in like Appalachia and, you know, West Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina, et cetera, all up and down there. And I found that, you know, especially having worked in television for 25 years, all this racism stuff they talk about is just not true. People are really good by and large. People are absolutely Mm -hmm. wonderful. And people took me in and were just like so generous. So what did I discover to answer your question? was when you're, I, I went into that at 50 years old, I think it was, or 50, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you Now I'm 56, 50. right. And, you know, I've always been a person that appreciated stuff because I come from nothing. Mm-hmm. And I've got everything I got. I, I worked on my own. And I had so much gratitude for every little thing that, the universe just delivered in such a big, big way together. I kept my head above water. I didn't go do drugs. I didn't, you know, want, trust me, when when someone steals everything, you have some very dark thoughts, dark thoughts about yourself and dark thoughts about them. But my, my silver lining was a sense of gratitude that I never thought, I could reach at that level of appreciation. And I think that during all of this unnecessary lockdown, um, your gratitude when things go back to quote unquote normal 
should be immense. Whether you agree with me or not in my verbiage about unnecessary lockdown, whether you've been believing everything you see on television, and I'm here to tell you don't, don't. Find somebody that you, that you trust, and it's, it's not the World Health Organization, but CDC or whoever you want to trust that's a medical professional. But when this is all over and we get back to, quote, unquote, normal life, now you've learned how to wash your hands. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> and sing happy birthday twice while you're doing it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. When I saw well, I'm not going to go in. there. I won't do it. Thank, thank, thank goodness I'm doing a podcast with an <laughs> HR person. Like, this is all I need is my own personal HR person, and I could work at Procter & Gamble. It wouldn't matter. Or another, anything Ford Motor Company. Just as long as yeah. I'm going, no, no, no. no I know, right? So Hi, don't I'd, like to, say it. I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Steve's personal filter. Yeah, personal <laughs> filter. Exactly. So, so I guess now I lost my train of thought, but a gratitude, and it's not fake gratitude. It's no. not like you going to bed at night and going, thank you. It's deep, guttural, guttural, visceral, yeah. thick, yeah. understanding of Absolutely. what and why you appreciate what you have yeah. and who you have around you. And by the way, when you go through tragedy, when you go through something that stuff, you'll realize who your friends are. That's yeah. for damn sure. And the other thing, what I want to take special note here is if you're listening and you have a friend or somebody you know is playing the victim card, snap out of it. Nature doesn't pay victims. Nature pays the wolves. Nature pays the survivors. Nature pays the industrious, the resourcefulness, the people that have a get up and go and go get it. That's it. And so when I say to you in this time, you know, how to make yourself get that 70% happy that you deserve, that is, that's quantifiable, you need to engage in activities. One of the things I saw is a stay-at-home thing. They didn't literally mean stay in your house. It meant <laughs> don't go mix with people if you don't have to, which, right. quite frankly, most people I don't want to anyway. So I think we're all good. It's <laughs> like you live in the middle of the forest. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and the other thing is I joked with Cameron, my girlfriend Cameron, I said, when all this happened, I go, people are so messed up because they have nothing to do. I go, I'm an expert at nothing to do. <laughs> I've been retired for years. I wake up every morning and I have to make it up as I go along. I am literally, I am literally the poster child for what am I going to do today? So, you know. And this is and what we do. Yeah. <laughs> like every five after, minutes we bust out. Yeah, and after I make my prank phone calls for the morning and harass people on social media and Craigslist, I tell them, Tell them, you want how much for that lawn room, that lawnmower? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That thing's a piece of crap. <laughs> I can buy that new for fifty bucks. Anyway, when I'm done torturing people, <laughs> when I'm done torturing people, I, uh, you know, I have to get exercise. I make sure I eat well. I take my, you know, over a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. I make sure I'm healthy. Um, <clears throat> you know, whatever. I do my morning routine, and then I make up my day. And you know what? It's amazing. As soon as you get out of the house, and it's like that old cartoon from the, the Christmas cartoon. I think it was like the year without a Santa Claus or something. Uh, Rankin Bass or Rankin Bass or Rankin Bass, whatever. And it's like put one foot in front of the other, 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, I tell you, go look it up. You're going to be like, this guy has lost his mind. But there's this song called Put One Foot in Front of the Other. Anyways, when you see this song, it's, it's, I saw it as a kid, obviously, so, but it's so accurate. You've got to go outside and get your hands dirty. Yeah. You have, go have plant a garden. That's one of the best ways. Do something in the garden. Plant flowers. Plant seeds plant vegetables, plant, 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 trim bushes, go walk in the woods. Watch out for the ticks, but go walk in the woods yeah. and, and get some sunlight on you and listen to yeah. the birds, you know. Go for walks in the woods and at your parks, find some place. There's so much open land. Even if you live in the city, there are places you can do. And then I do these things called urban hikes, which you've seen everybody do, walking around the damn neighborhood. Neighborhood. <laughs> well, drive, you can drive somewhere and walk around somebody else's neighborhood. And if you go at night, you can see through the windows and you can see what they're doing, which is extra, <laughs> which is extra fun. I wouldn't bring binoculars. That would be a bad idea. <laughs> but Not unless you want a personal tour of your local county jail cell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you're, no, so my point is, 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 is a long-winded way of saying is put one foot in front of the other, leave your house, Go outside, engage yourself in a physical activity, something that requires your physicality. I live on the ocean, right? You know what I do? I bought a wetsuit. So for 275 or $300, I can swim all winter long. Yeah, all winter long. And people look at me as insane. They're like, this mm-hmm. guy's putting a wetsuit on and going swimming? Yeah, I am. So who's insane? The person sitting there looking at uh, TikTok uh, posts or social, you know, Instagram posts or Twitter posts for hours on end, or the guy that went out there and got some fresh air, fresh slap in the face with some, you know, 40-degree water, woke himself up, and, and is just feeling alive inside. Mm-hmm. You know, who, who, who's, who's the crazy person? Yeah, and you go so, out, I mean, you surf, you fish. I mean, you love to fish. I know you love to fish. I do. I Unfortunately, this year, I usually go to Tennessee mm-hmm. at this time of year, but, 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 but. Yeah. Um, the river that I fish at is is a, a dam run river and it's high flow water, so I can't. Oh. There's there's no what's called wading schedule right now, so it's not really worth driving the 15 hours down there. Yeah, but so. still, I mean, but it's it's just yet another example. It's just getting out and doing something, and, and that's right, brother. That's you know, right. But that's the whole point: is just go do something, even if it's. You know, and that's the thing that I tell these guys all the time. It's like even if in our in the next gen women in HR community, I tell them like, look, once a week, minimum, schedule thirty minutes of just you time. And now, you know, we have a lot. You know, HR, as you know, is a feminine driven industry. We've got a lot of women that are single parents, or you know, they have a spouse, and it's just like you know, like if you have a spouse. Your spouse needs to be a, a, a parent, and you can go and get 30 minutes of time just for you, you know, so you don't have everybody climbing all over your head. But, but this has been fantastic. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate you coming on. I really do. This has been great. I love well, it when you start going down this road. Well, you're welcome. And, I, and all joking aside, I hope people and yourself or whatever got something, because these are, got something out of this other than just wasting 40 minutes or whatever it's been. Um, <laughs> you're not wasting time. No, but my point being is, like, these are things, you guys, that I have to constantly remind myself of. And beware of false prophets. 
There's a lot of people that pretend they know all the, the answers and know all the truth. The fact of the matter is we're all making this up as we go along. We're all struggling. We don't really know what the hell we're doing. But I'm sharing today with the things that have worked for me. And uh, they've worked for me in good times and in bad. And mm-hmm. the, 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 the take-home news is change your perspective. Change the way you look at things. Number two, get outside. Go do something that takes physical activity, whether it's gardening or kayaking or cycling or walking or whatever it might be. The third thing you need to remember is that it's all-encompassing. It's not if you, if you fix one thing, that doesn't mean your whole situation is going to be fixed permanently. It means it's just one, it's one spoke in the wheel, okay? The fourth thing is, is that beware of yourself running down that rabbit hole and not taking time to come up for air and see where you really are. You know, you need to keep that thing in perspective. And five is if you're no good for yourself, you're not going to be any good for anybody else. Yep. And number, and number six and the final thing is if anybody ever walks into your building that reminds you of anything like me, <laughs> call security immediately. <laughs> call security because all I am is a problem and a liability for the company. Okay. In so a there. pretty package. And I'm really, yeah. Like, Mama, like I told Brenda, you guys, I said to Brenda, when I was a little kid, my mother used to say, what do you think you're going to get by in your good looks? And I'm like, hold my beer. You watch me, Mama. <laughs> I and showed I'm gonna, her. I showed and I'm going to tack something on, too. So you guys, you guys have heard us, right? I mean, Steve is that friend. And this is how we are. But, you know, we're actually a little bit more behaved right now because we're recording a podcast. But. My laugh is contagious to him, when, and he gets it me is. going, and then he starts laughing, and we can't stop. And honestly, I don't have anybody in my life right now that I can laugh and have my, my abs get worked in from the inside out than I do when he and I talk. And you know what? Laughter is so damn important right now. It has to be. And, and you know, we don't always get a chance to talk to each other. We can be right now once every couple of years, but when we do – it's like we pick up right where we were, and we just go into our lab, and we just have fun, and we appreciate the hell out of each other for just being who we are. We respect the fact that we're both, you know, we just get to be real around each other, and there's no judgment between the two of us, none. I don't think there really ever has been. There will be after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I Which feel is the reason why I, I love you. I feel the judgment coming on like a hurricane. <laughs> is that sky darkening in the distance? Here comes the judgment. All right. Watch out. Brenda, take steps to the left because your ass is about ready to get hit with a lightning bolt. All right, my exactly. dear. Thank you All right. so much You're for welcome. being on. So I got some cool announcements, uh, something brand new coming down the pike. Um, if you guys remember a couple episodes back, we had Suzanne Lucas, who also goes by the moniker of the evil HR lady. Uh, she is an Inc.com uh, author. She's been writing for quite some time. She's fabu at HR. She's a, a really great lady. And uh, we have a new show, and this is actually on YouTube. So every Monday, excuse me, every Tuesday 
at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are going to be live streaming The Real HR Show, and that kicks off this Monday. We'll have our first live episode coming up, Um, and we talk about current relative-related HR topics. Uh, She's uh, tuning in from Switzerland, and I'm tuning in from Virginia, so I keep telling her that she has to tell me if the day's going well, because if her day went fine, then I know ours will be just fine as well. But um, it's going to be a great time. You guys can find us again on the YouTube channel on The Real HR Show. Uh, Keep your eyes open for announcements and postings on social about that. And you can also find a link over on the bestpractices.work website. So uh, actually, we're kicking it off this past week. So uh, you guys will be able to start catching it. Remember, Tuesday, 10 a.m., Facebook Live, or excuse me, YouTube Live on the new show, which is called The Real HR Show. Looking forward to it. Um, Some new webinars might be coming out, uh, actually are in the process of being scheduled and booked over on Train HR, where uh, I do have that company that contracts me to go ahead and speak about specific HR issues. But I also have a free new course for you guys on the HR University website. Now, this is a link that you can find on uh, the bestpractices.org website. You just go to the bestpractices.org website, click on HR University up at the top, and it'll pop you over to that section of the website where we do have courses that are there for you. So this is a free one, and this is actually kind of a fun one. Now, we are waiting for the big announcement to come out on May 4th, from SHRM as to whether or not we're going to proceed with the convention or not that's being t- that's taking place out in San Diego. So it's going to be interesting to see if they do move forward with it, how 20,000 people are going to be social distancing. So that, that'll be pretty interesting. But nonetheless, um, to be honest with you, I, even though I know we're going through this, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that they're going to have something because this is an awesome event. I mean, this is this is it. They've got great speakers, great topics, amazing vendors. Uh, I mean, it's just nothing but three day, three full days over a four day period. I know it's like half day, one day, half day, the other, and then two full days in the middle, but nothing but, um, you know, you just get to plug in and you get to invest in you and you meet really awesome people. Um, you know, you're in San Diego and it's gorgeous and beautiful out there. So I'll be honest with you, I'm really hoping that it's going to take place. And this course will help you get ready for it. If you've never been to uh, the convention before, this will actually help you prepare for it. Um, I go through everything from booking your hotel to booking your travel to figuring out how to get to from your hotel to the convention, what to wear, you know, how to how to figure out where you want to go, when you want to be there, you know, what sessions you want to take, what to do afterwards. I mean, there's just so much. And not to mention, we talk about uh, a little bit about, you know, the Tuesday night of concert that's out there, which this year is being hosted by Lionel Richie. So he's not hosting it. He's performing in it, provided everything still goes on. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be really interesting, but nonetheless, even if, even if Sherm has to go ahead and cancel this year's uh, session, which would, it, let's just face it, it, would suck. Let's just put it that way. It, it really would. Even if they did have to cancel it, this can help you prep for the next one or the one after that. So the relatively the same. I've been to several of them myself. I absolutely love going. Um, it is the one thing that I invest in for myself year over year. And then not to mention, if you have your, um, 
you have your SHRM CP or uh, you know SCP or if you have your PHR or, or SPHR you know you can get these necessary credits in order to keep your credentials up and alive so again univer HR University at the bestpractices.org website it's called making the most of your SHRM convention it includes a free downloadable checklist also to help you prepare as well it's a fun course and more updates are going to be posted on the bestpractices.org dedicated coronavirus page as I mentioned a little bit earlier uh, I know we're all just saturated with this information, but you know, it's all helpful. So, uh, this time again, we're going to forego the HR question of the day. Um, I, I know we've been kind of putting that off just a little bit, but I, I thought about bringing it back, but this time, but you know what, again, I really wanted this episode to be completely about you. I mean, just something completely off topic from HR and something that you can do for yourself. So we're going to nix the question this time, but it'll come back. I promise you it will. Um, you know what? And if you're feeling like me and you cannot sit through yet another daggone webinar, I mean, seriously, and you are desiring connection, I mean, real connection, real conversations in real time with real people, there are some new and exciting changes that are coming in June with the Next Gen Women in HR community. And I'm going to start announcing that in May. Um, you know, because after all, that's what we're really needing right now is to stop absorbing and start talking. Now, in the last episode, if you guys got a chance to listen to it, we had an HR roundtable, which was really great. And uh, brought in uh, some of our most active members in the Next Gen Women in Facebook group. And they're awesome people. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed having them on. Um, they, we've just like taken this whole thing to another level ever since, and they're awesome. But imagine what that would be like if you had a place to go ahead and do that and ask another group of people or a dedicated group of people here to help you solve your problems. So little hint, hint, wink, wink. There you go. That's all I'm going to tell you about it. But anyway, but, uh, you know, the next gen women in HR Facebook group really is an awesome place to start to get that. And the Next Gen Women in HR member site is only going to get better. And I know you guys have heard me talk about that, but what's really cool is that what I have planned because I've been plotting and I've been scheming, right? But what's really cool is that the monthly cost is, is still going to be the same and it's going to cost you less than three cups of coffee a week, but it's going to get better. Okay. Still have new options coming up yeah I want to tell you but I can't all right anyway so just keep listening sign up for updates and information that I'm going to be sending out over the next few weeks and you can do that by going to the bestpractices.org website and going on and jumping up on the email list you can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at best practices in HR you can find me also on Instagram under uh, the Brenda the HR lady you can find me on YouTube and LinkedIn under Brenda Neckbottle, and that's just my last name. That's N-E-C-K, like the thing you want to choke, V as in Victor, A-T-A-L. And again, at the website at bestpractices.org, go ahead and click connect at the top of the page and get my best practices delivered directly to your inbox. So guys, thank you again for joining today. This, I hope you had a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, I mean, this guy just cracks me up, and, and I just love talking to him. And it felt really good. It felt good to laugh again. Oh my gosh, I haven't laughed for so long. I mean, not like that. I had that gut laugh going. I had tears coming out of my eyes and it was fantastic. So, you know, I hope you guys can find that in your world. And if you can't, just keep playing this episode over again, listening to the two of us and be dorks. So anyway, I hope you guys are doing good and we are going to talk to you uh, next time. 
And I'm out of here. Talk to you guys later.